So what's up? Well, <laughs> I, do, I want to take a moment to like briefly outline the fucking hoops we had to jump through in order to record this. Yes, episode. <laughs> this was a rough. This was a rough week um, for us. I mean, to our credit. Like, my family performs Catholicism, which means we go to visit people on Easter, so... Yeah. Um, and you Sorry were working on the Saturday before Easter, so... Yeah, so... That got complicated. Yeah. Sorry your family cares about religion, which is a fake thing made up by a <laughs> fake book. I mean, to be honest... <laughs> to be honest, cares about religion is so, like, weak... It's more like we recognize this. We're technically Catholic, but we just we don't go to church, and we recognize a holiday is happening right now. So we just kind of congregate as a unit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think I get you. Um, so that happened. Yeah, and then and then I was like, okay, well, you know, that kind of inconveniences things. But I'll take the train. I usually take back to St. Cloud, which runs at five p.m. And that takes about two hours to get to St. Cloud, but it's cool. Um, that'll put me yeah, at so 7. Yeah, so it's an 8 p.m. recording for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then there's a baseball game going on, so they elect to delay the train until 30 minutes after the baseball game ends. And I'm like, okay. And then the baseball game goes into an extra fucking inning. And I don't... I I don't like we, were, leave. we were kind of sketchy about that, and then I saw you post that tweet of what your dad said. Uh-huh. Where it's like, extra inning, sorry, hon. And I just like, well, we're not recording today, are we? <laughs> 7 fucking p.m. The time when I was supposed to be arriving in the place where I live is when I departed the place I was visiting. And it's... No. <laughs> and I'm like... Oh, no. <laughs> I just barely was able to grab, like, a quick, like, three pieces of spinach from the dining hall before it closed because I hadn't eaten since four, uh, and it was now nine. So that happened, and I was like, you know what, it's fine, we'll record tomorrow. And now it's tomorrow, and I go to the library to get a room, and it's, there's a line of, like, half a dozen people all asking for rooms and all getting the same answer, which is like, we don't have anything open until 10 p.m. And I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) This is like, the universe doesn't want me to record a podcast with my very good friend, Luna. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Well. What just happened? Um, I, my internet does this fun thing where it will say it's connected to the internet, but won't actually be connected to the internet. Um, so, oh, fun. So, that happened in the library? Huh, uh, no, just in my room. Oh, great. Yeah. This is going to be a fun episode to edit. Yeah. Um, I finished my entire anecdote, so... <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll just cut out the part of me screaming, Blair! <laughs> <laughs> and we can just pretend you reacted to it as one would expect you to. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll cut in some, like, I'll cut in some, like, really shitty ADR, like, wow, I can't believe that happened, and... <laughs> The train really exploded. <laughs> oh my god. Not only is full of people who like baseball. Full of them. Absolutely unbearable. And they all died? <laughs> and they all died. <laughs> this is starting to like a really shitty clickbait video. <laughs> it's my story time like YouTube video that I used to like launch my like YouTube career where I lie about the sh- very shitty train ride I had once. And it's like... 
I was minorly inconvenienced. So I was walking down the street the other day with my friend, and all of a sudden this buzz pulls up. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, so before we get into the podcast, I just want to talk about what's been happening with me lately, and um, I think uh, I think like Google's ads have finally cracked how to like f- how to like make me click on them, mm-hmm. or not Google YouTube's ads, because like for the past six months they've been advertising two things to me: one called Legacy of Discord Furious Wings, which as far as I can tell is like a really shitty MMO for your phone, mm-hmm. uh, and like some of like, the generic stuff, like you know, you're, everyone's getting Clash of Clans ads and whatever stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Movie ads. And the other thing that's been advertising me is a game called Mobile Legends, which has one of my favorite ads because one of the things... Mobile Legends being a MOBA, you know, like League of Legends. Uh-huh. And one of the ads opens up with like, hey, this is our new character, Moskov. He used to be he used to be the leader of a clan, but unfortunately he died due to Grenjins. And it's just like the most deadpan monotone voice. Oh my god. I need to find it for you because it's so funny. But anyways, um, it started advertising this app called Hooked, which is just like shitty horse, like creepy pastas, like done via text message, and it's really bad. <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine. Really lost my mind in there. No, it's cool. I really didn't have any end to that. Yeah, just we can just trail off into. <laughs> <laughs> we just mumble slightly as our intro fades in. And they all died? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the rough cut there. There was a really good story, but uh, we kind of lost the middle bit. Yeah. Yeah. But it did end with, it did end with everyone in the YouTube app dying. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've come dangerously close to clicking on that ad. I mean... <laughs> Sometimes you... Because so like, it's like, hey, the baby's nose is bleeding, and it's whispering something. It's whispering something in Polish. Look it up and find out what it means. And it's like... Then the person responds like, you have to get... Don't let the parents in. You have to go and run and don't touch the baby because it's poisonous. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta play, chase your bliss, Luna. And if that's reading text-based... I, I'm not reading... Oh my god. I'm not going to read fucking Hooked, the app. Install now. Yeah, I mean, someone's got have it. I to- have I told you that I keep getting one targeted app whenever I'm at my girlfriend's house? Oh, I, yeah, you told me this, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, um, I, whenever I visit, whenever I'm over at my girlfriend's house and I watch something on YouTube because I'm a fucking creature of habit and I can't go to bed without watching, like, ha- at least half an hour of YouTube content, mm-hmm. um, it'll, like, it'll always, every single time, and only over there, it'll play an ad for Golden Corral that starts off like, Buckle up your taste buds, because we're going to Flavor Town with the beef brisket hanging from a hook. Buckle up, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like Guy Fieri trying to, like, have a baby. Eat a pound of mac and cheese in one sitting from a trough. Golden Corral. Golden Corral. Atheism. <laughs> That seems very like a very specific demographic they're trying to the 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 cross the cross between good old fashioned phase and atheism. And they all died. And new atheism. <laughs> Everybody, everyone, Welcome. it's your number one horror movie podcast that only exists inside your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but we're just telecommunicating. It's the future. 
Welcome to the future, everyone. Oh no, I was kind of, I was kind of like, I was kind of like implying that it was like a group hallucination. No, I mean, yeah, but it's a, it's induced by, um, chemtrails. <laughs> That's what they're doing out there. <laughs> chemtrails has no other purpose other than to transmit our very specific podcast to you, <laughs> which yeah, is weird because yeah. it's like it doesn't give us more downloads or anything. No, no I just like. And, and it kind of widens our audience, but nobody knows who we are. And sometimes it's just in the middle of our recording, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, did anything interesting happen this past week in terms of queer or horror things? Because mm. I have something that I want to talk about, but if you have anything, go ahead. Mm-mm. Whatever you have to talk about, I am game okay, to hear about so it. Okay, so I'm going to put a spoiler warning here. Go ahead and skip. I'm going to pull up a timer just so I can, like, time it out because I want to give us, like, two minutes to talk about this and then we just, like, Go. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Let me just pull up my clock and timer. Come on. Timer. Here we go. Two minutes. When timer ends. I need to pick a cool song for it to play. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. This one. Okay. So, oh, wait, hold on. We didn't actually say what the spoiler warning was for. Oh, yeah. So, spoiler warning for uh, the most recent episode of The Adventure Zone. Mm. And I guess the episode before that, too. But why would you need to be warned about a spoiler for the anyways <laughs> <laughs> so spoiler warning from now mm-hmm. so taco has a sister and she's trans yeah and i'm so fucking happy uh-huh uh-huh no it was the like i'm just I, I, I kind of wish I hadn't known going in because I would have just fucking lost my goddamn mind yeah I didn't know going in and I was like I was like, I had I like gripped the <laughs> that the 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 seat, and I was like, oh my god, because <laughs> I knew that they, I knew that Trav was looking for questions about, like like how to introduce a trans character into a campaign, but I thought yeah. it was referencing him wanting to play one in the next campaign, which I'm like, please no, not like this. Yeah, but I don't want that. Yeah, but it's like, but Loop. Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's, I mean, it's like, it's like when I like talked about it, it was like, oh God, you guys actually care, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, it was like, and it's like, it was like so, like the thing is, it's like, that's literally all you have to fucking do. You don't have to say like, oh my God, I was born with a pingus, but now I'm a girl and my name is... Pingisa. Yeah. Like, I I get (laughs) it. You don't have to make that your, like, it's so easy to they did it in, like, what I'd like to have had a little bit more about. Like, I would have honestly liked to have heard a little bit more about, like, elf transition. What the hell is like that's like? But, like, at the same time, I feel like if Griffin had gone into that, that would have, like, really fucked the, fucked the dog a little bit. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's a thing we can, like, ex- we might be able to explore metatextually. But within the context of the show, I don't know if it would make a lot of sense to talk no, about. No, no. Like, I-, I think, like, in a goof-goof dildo show like this, I don't think it would have flown. Yeah, but it, it is... Yeah, it's, they were, and they, not only that, but they were super conscientious about, it. about, like, um, Griffin was specifically was like, yeah, I don't want this to, like. Oh, wait, oh. timer. <laughs> uh, go, go ahead and skip ahead another 30, because we're almost done. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're I don't, almost done here. I, he was like, I don't want this to, like, define. Um, skip ahead, wait, hold on, skip ahead another minute, go. Okay, I, I don't want this to, like, define. <clears throat> Who she like uh, like like I don't want this yeah, to be I a traumatic like, event for her, you know. Uh, I think that's well, that's what I mean. Like he didn't want this to be like 
the whole character. Yeah, and like he didn't want. Oh, I don't want to talk about how hard she's of a life she's had because she's trans. I want to talk about like how scrappy her and Taco were as yeah. like twins, you know, growing yeah. up. So scrappy kids. Yeah, I think I. Th- um, we still have another like twenty five seconds to vamp before we go back to the actual show because I, I do have another thing that I want to talk about. Cool, cool, cool. Um... <laughs> so. How about that fucking theme song? Yeah, it's pretty dope. The Stolen Century? Like, are you fucking kidding me? That name is so good. It just, like, it, like, gets better exponentially. It's crazy. It really does. <laughs> and there. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. We did okay. a good job. <laughs> okay, there we go. Okay, so the other thing that I want to talk about um, in regards to queer stuff in the media, not nothing horror-related this week. Sorry, guys, we're just going to talk about a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, is, I don't know if you saw, but, um, uh, on the most recent episode of Survivor. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, okay, so there was this guy, uh, I think his name is, like, Varner or something. I don't remember his first name, but he just goes, I think it's, like, he just goes by Varner. Mm -hmm. He, he knew his head was on the chopping block for Tribal Council, and... I'm, I'm, I'm not going to explain the rules of Survivor to anyone because of no, it's, it's like, cause it's, it's Survivor. It's the most ubiquitous reality show in like history. Yeah. Besides maybe real world. You know how Survivor works, right? I there? do know. I've never watched an episode, but I know how Survivor works. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Varner knew he was on the chopping block and like, he was trying to scramble to get his, uh, his, uh, like to get someone else voted off instead of him. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, at the Tribal Council, he just, like, explicitly outed one of the other contestants as a trans man. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, one of the most, I, like, my heart sank. Like, I imagined myself in that position, and I just wanted to fucking die. Yeah. Like, I, the guy's name was, um, I'm sorry, was Z- Zeke. Zeke. Zeke, yeah. The guy's name was Zeke. And he just, like, took it with such... Like, it's, it's, there's a 13-minute video of the Tribal Council that was uploaded to YouTube for anyone to watch, and I really fucking recommend it, because the way that, the way that everyone responds to Varner doing this is just so fucking hard. Like, I literally cried watching it. Yeah, because everyone's like, A, that's none of your business or any of our businesses, and B, it's like... You're, he's like, because he said, he was like, this is, I, he's, he's trans, so that means that he knows how to deceive, and he's deceiving everyone, and, and everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about dude it's so crazy and he's like <laughs> i don't it, it was i i didn't watch the whole video because it was kind of oh i watched the entire thing it was i i take reality tv stress extremely hard so like <laughs> i read the synopsis of it it was like i understand what happened in this video and i'm super cool with it and now i'm moving on <laughs> no yeah i yeah and also it was a bit of a landmark moment because like the only for the second time in history over like 34 seasons there was no like actual voting process because normally there's like a secret vote uh-huh. like because everyone like doesn't want to everyone wants to hide their votes and everyone was just like no just fucking we're voting this guy off. yeah yeah, like, yeah. Even, even jeff's probes was like um you can't that's fucking awful yeah it's like it's it's <laughs> it was like this this I don't know, it's heartwarming, you know, to see people unify over this one thing, you know? No, yeah, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay, so, that's that? That is that. Anything else? I can't think of anything else. Do you have a recommendation this week? Um, yeah, I, no, I have a joke recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna browse net, I'm just gonna look at my letterbox, see if I can find anything to recommend. Oh, let me, let me reference this, because I saw a fucking trailer for it, um, when I was watching Logan this weekend. 
Um, oh, what was that? It was good. I liked it. Um, okay. I they're making another found footage movie. It's called Project Arizona or Project Phoenix or something like that. And oh, it's, was that the one about the UFO? Yeah, it's Blair Witch Project, but with aliens. And I'm like, I love found footage so much, but I wish they would like try to do something new with it that isn't. I got lost in the woods. <laughs> it's maddening because I mean, you see that compared with a movies like Creep. Like, oh my god, did I disconnect again? Shit. No, you're fine. Sorry, okay. I zoned out. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Like, Creep is, like, found footage, but it, like... It's good, though. But it, like, it, it's it's just a different <clears throat> angle than what it usually is, which is, like, running around with a camera in the woods, you know? And they even have yeah. woods in that movie, yeah. and they don't... Like, it's just not that. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I love found footage, and I want people to explore what you can do with it. That's not so directly inspired by the Blair Witch Project, which also is my favorite movie. You know, so I, yeah, it, it means a lot when like I say something seconds, like this, right? <laughs> huh? Yeah, this one's this one's a close second, right? Um, this one is a close second. I really like this yeah. movie. I'm excited uh, to talk I just about want to it. Go ahead and just like dip in real quick because I need to take a quick look at my. Uh, I, I know I've talked about this on the show before, but it always makes me laugh. Uh, because I have three favorite movies on Netflix. They are, or not on Netflix, on, on uh, Letterboxd. They are Marion Max, Paprika, and Sir Billy, <laughs> a.k.a. Guardian of the Highlands. And I just want to take a quick look to read my review of Sir Billy right off the top. Let me just, uh, hold on. Come on. Uh, what the fuck? Why can't I look at it? No, wrong button. God damn it. I, I'm so confident. At this. You're doing a really good job, Luna. Thanks, I try. Oh yeah, here we go. I I know I've read this before, but it always makes me laugh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this movie makes me sick every time I watch it. The CGI is nauseating, it's vaguely racist, at least 60% of the movie is screaming animals in peril, and there's a character who is always wearing sunglasses, and I fucking guarantee you that if you got in the files for this movie and opened his character model in Maya, there would not be any eyes behind the shades. I hug fucking hate this movie, and it makes me angry. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a perfect review. It's really it's, good. It's the pl platonic ideal of movie reviews. It's, yeah. <laughs> should we should we dive into this this flick? Yeah, yeah. Um, you, go, you go ahead. I'm going to look through the... Um, I'm going to go ahead and look through... Um, the Letterboxd some... reviews of it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this week we watched They Look Like People, which is a movie I think I recommended in the first couple weeks of this show. When we started doing it. Yeah, um, that sounds accurate. Um, I think it's a 2016 or 15 flick. I can't remember. But I did watch it last year for the first time. And I've seen it a couple times since. Um, it was 15. Yeah. It's extremely good. Um, yeah. It, 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 I, I, think I, I think I cited my reason for it. A, it's mumblecore, which is just, you know, naturalistic dialogue, which obviously I like. Um, and B, it like, tackles mental illness in a horror movie in a way that doesn't make the mentally ill character. Yeah, no, I was, like, when I was watching this, I was fully expecting, like, the shitty turn at some point. Yeah, and it just, but he's, like, he's, it doesn't. he's the protagonist. We see everything filtered through him, and he never, like, so the fear in it is things he's afraid of, you know? So mm -hmm. those are the, those are the things. And it's, it's got, I don't know, some of the, like, it's, 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 
it's good. It feels it, it's so good. Let's get into the plot though. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. yeah. You go ahead and run. I'm just gonna. I'm just adding a couple of movies to my to my letterbox. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Um, <laughs> um, it opens with uh, a scene of like uh, our main character Wyatt and I think his uh, his uh, fiance, ex fiance. When we get into the actual like meat of it like, lying next to each other, and her, we hear this, like, fly buzzing, which becomes, like, a motif later in the sh- movie, um, and I can't remember exactly, I think her face starts to distort or something like that, or something, but it's, like, obviously, like, there's a, there's an element of fear to this, um, and then I'm trying to remember the first couple minutes of the show, of the movie, it's not a show. Uh, I got, I got, I got notes, hold on. Cool, 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 cool. I wrote them on the moleskin notebook because um, because um, I was watching it on that on my phone Netflix. Are you coming out as a 2012 hipster? I mean, I got this book notebook when I was going into my freshman year of college, so I guess. <laughs> okay. Yes, I, I I bought this notebook at the same time I brought I bought the first XKCD comic book. I love that so much. That's such a perfect encapsulation of a person's like, life at a certain, like, t- point in time, you know? Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay, so, the w- way this movie starts is there's, like, a montage of, um, not Wyatt, Christian, who I thought was going to be our main character, and he kind of looks like one of the guys from New Girl, but, like, slightly less handsome. Yeah. Um, but, like... Slightly more average looking. Yeah. yeah. He's going, um... He's, like, just going about his day, and he's, like... It's kind of implied that he's, like, flirting with his boss, trying to get her to go out on a date with him. Mm-hmm. And then he runs into his old friend, Wyatt. hmm mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the whole time that stuff is happening, we have, like, a mo- like motivational, like... Monologue, yeah. Spe- monologues, like, you are a mountain and stuff like that. And then, yeah, he runs into an old friend of his, Wyatt, um, who... It's, it's an extremely <laughs> awkward conversation between the two of them, like... But it's very, it almost like, seems organic. like it's organic, but it's like awkward in an organic way, you know. Like these these are two people who don't really know how to interact with each other. Yeah. In this context, context anymore. But um, uh, Christian ends up inviting Wyatt uh, inside, and and eventually insists on him staying the night, or like, well, first going on a date with him and then staying the night. Um, but he shows him around his apartment, mm-hmm. uh, and we learn more about each of the characters through this. Like they both have recently broken up with their girlfriends or fiancés. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I know. And then uh, Wyatt goes down to the basement and duct tapes like a knife under a table. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does. That. Um, he, he, did, he did that. Yeah, Christian takes him down to the basement, and he's like why did I take you down here? And then takes him back upstairs, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's um, very good. Yeah, um, and then, yeah, and then he reveals that he's going on a date with his boss, and then Wyatt should come too, because he wants a wingman, or he just wants to spend time with Wyatt. I don't know. There's, It's unsure what these characters' motivations fully it's are, gay. especially Christian. It's gay. A, yeah, it's gay. But, like, <laughs> but I think, I think uh, Christian's motivations are extremely um curious in this movie but that's just because it's gay <laughs> yeah because like in the first 10 minutes there's a scene of them shaving one of them shaving the other 
It's so, it's, like, so great. He's like, hey, can you shave my back? And <laughs> Wyatt is, like, so bemused by the situation. And it's, like, intimate. And they're, like, it's showers. I don't know. It's just, like, it's so pure and earnest. Like, you really get a sense of these two guys' friendships that have, that's, like, obviously, like, a childhood friendship. And these two are really close and haven't seen each other for a while. But they, once they reconnect, they kind of reconnect immediately, you know? Yeah. Um, despite the fact that, um... <laughs> Christian is trying to overcompensate for his, like, lack of masculinity uh. in a kind of jerkish way, but, <laughs> um, so he, he convinces the person he's going on a date with, the woman he's going on a date with, to yeah, bring a friend. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, the, the date sequence, um, starts with the friend getting, like, like, falling and getting a black eye, and, yeah. um, I don't think we ever really discuss what kind of qualifications Wyatt has, but Krishna is just like, oh, Wyatt, you check this woman out. You're good at these kind of things. He'll take care of you because he's somehow medically proficient. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of mystery. But, yeah. um, Sorry, um, I she... blanked again. Oh, did I? Yeah, but it's okay. Uh, it's cool. I was just talking about, like, the double date they went on. Yeah, um, Yeah, and then, which, so it ends up them going to the hospital... Um, despite the woman's insistence. I don't know. There's so many, like, really funny moments of, like, naturalistic dialogue where she's like, oh, I hate hospitals. I hate, I don't trust them. They're all perverts. I don't want to go to an ambulance. Um, uh, Blair, Blair, I just need to pause for a second because, um... Yeah. I, uh, I'm doing this thing for this, our segment where we look at bad letterbox reviews. I, uh-huh. like, I'm still paying attention to everything, but, like, I'm also finding this stuff and um i'm just like i'm looking at the profiles of the people that i'm screenshotting uh-huh. and this one had gave this movie a one a half star and there's a review on their page for man of steel for five stars that's pretty cool i mean that's pretty indicative of a person's taste you know I'm, the reason um, is I'm watching this for the 20th time at least maybe even more i can't remember this is a damn great film and i'm prepared to fist fight anyone who disagrees <laughs> it's like I know everything about this person now, which is to say I could never, ever get along with them. (laughs) I want you to guess what this person's number one... I want you to get... There are four favorite films here, and they're so goddamn predictable. Oh, one of them is probably the Star Wars prequels, since they have shit taste. No. I don't know. No, it's not that. I mean, this is kind of like a weird thing to have you pull from your ass, but I'm going to give you one more guess, and then we'll just fucking... Are they superhero movies? Uh, No. One is a cult. Okay, one is a I'm... cult kids movie from the eighties. Another one is a cult movie from the eighties. They're all the Gremlins. <laughs> all four of them are the Gremlins. Uh, one of them's the Goonies, <laughs> <laughs> and the other one's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna keep find, see if I can find anything else like this. Go on. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's 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 inferred that it was like a like, a weird date, but a good one, and, like, we have a ultimately, like, good energy going yeah. on, and, like, they're having a good time, and then we have uh, Wyatt sleeping on an air mattress in Christian's room, and Wyatt gets, his his phone starts buzzing mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, um, and he picks it up, and he hears, like, a, a, like a heavy, heavily altered voice coming through the speaker, um, talking about... Like this, this sort of like, um, like they, like a, a, a they kind of like entity, like 
I don't know the specifics, but it's like ominous and warning and like you need to start preparing for whatever's going to happen, you know, mm-hmm. like we don't know, we don't know how they infect other people, but you need to be on the lookout and you shouldn't have moved back into the cities because that's just going to be more dangerous because there's more of them there. And the such like just paranoia kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think he, I think at that point he walks outside and makes an appointment with his like old psychiatrist or someone he hasn't, or someone he was planning on seeing and he just moves yeah. it to the next day because he's like concerned mm-hmm. <laughs> about that thing happening. Cause he, there's, 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 there's some buzzing points in the, yeah, yeah. There's points where he like recognizes delusions as delusions mm-hmm. And then the points where he doesn't, and, you know, we kind of just, like, him trying to be proactive about it, but not really sure if he should be, you know? Yeah. Um, um, my, uh, my notes say that this is basically the Yerks from Animorphs. Uh-huh. Like, that's... I don't know anything about Yerks, but... You never read it. I didn't read Animorphs! <laughs> like, you just I didn't, didn't read Animorphs! Like, I drop my book and you instinctively go into defense. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read it. <laughs> Oh my. I read so, the Darren okay. Shan saga in Artemis Fowl. <laughs> God, I tried reading okay. Artemis Fowl, and I never got past, like, the first hundred pages. It's, it was pretentious as fuck, but so was I, so it's totally cool. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the Yerks in Animorphs, well, I'm sure you know about Animorphs, but it's the reason I'm Yes, afraid. I do. Yeah. <laughs> One of I know the general conceit of Animorphs. And the Yerks were, but, like, the blue centaur-like aliens, right? No, those were Andalites, you dumb sack of shit. <laughs> I don't know anything! <laughs> Tell me about Animorphs, Luna. Okay, so, Animorphs, they're five kids. Jake, uh-huh. Marco, Rachel, Cassie, and Tobias. One day, uh-huh. they come across a crashed alien spaceship with a dying alien. He give, mm-hmm. he says that they need to stop the, the world from fucking dying or whatever. And he gives them a blue mm-hmm. box, and they each put their hand on a blue box. And it gives them the power to Animorph, which means they can touch an animal... And then they have the animal's DNA in their brain, and they can turn into that animal. But only for two mm-hmm. hours at a time. Because if they do it for more than two hours, they'll be stuck there. That's what happened to Tobias in the first book. Because he got stuck in the Yeah, bird. he turns into a red hawk, right? Yes, red hawk. I'm surprised you remember that specific detail. Uh, I didn't remember I, that, Blair. <laughs> I must have heard it recently. But, yes, that's what happens. Um, he does eventually get the ability to animorph back into human for two hours at a time. But if he ever, like, does the two-hour thing again, he's go- he's stuck for good. I don't know why that happens. There's, like, some weird divine power that gives that to him. But, anyways, the Yerks are these aliens from fucking space. Because where else? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not from, like... Whatever. Okay. So these aliens from space who are like slugs that go inside of people's brains and kind of control them, like Invasion of the Body Snatcher style, where you can't really tell that anything's wrong. It's just like there's a thing about the, 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 them that's wrong if you're like looking for it. Sure. And Jake is the leader of the Animorphs. His older brother, whose name I forgot, might have been Tom. Uh, he's mm-hmm. been infected by a Yerk, but his parents don't know and he can't tell them because if he tells them, then the Yerk will kill him. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, like, around book six or something, the Andalite shows up. Axe, a- Axe Malai, I don't remember. He's he's got, like, three names, but Axe Malai was his first name. Everyone just called him Axe. Um, uh-huh. He, he has to get a human form, so what he does is he touches all five of the other kids at once and gets, like, a, f- a, a fifth of DNA from each of them and then turns uh-huh. into some weird, like, like, basically if you photoshopped all five of the kids into one person, that's what he is. 
Great. And he talks really weirdly because androids don't have mouths. They can only use the thought speak, which is what animals use when they're in animal forms. Uh-huh. <laughs> can the rest of this podcast be just like you telling me about the plot of animals? <laughs> and Axe really loves the taste of cinnamon buns because he's never eaten anything because he doesn't have a fucking mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's one issue... Uh, not issue. There's one book where Ra- where Rachel, the like the tough tomboy girl of the group, who does gymnastics, but is also like threatens to beat the shit out of everyone. She turns into a starfish, and then she gets like chopped in half and regenerates into two starfishes that like de anamorph into two different Rachels, one which is good and one which is evil. That is so crazy. I know. I know. <laughs> um, there's also a weird plot point where any clothes that are not, like, skin tight will, like, melt off of the anamorpher in the process. So, like, a leotard or underwear is still good, but, like, anything anything baggier than that is going to, like, just get shredded. But for some reason, cool. like, if you're wearing, like, underwear, that just, like, turns into the elephant penis that you're turning into. <laughs> I mean, they just couldn't have, like, kid dick, you know? <laughs> wrong but they wrote the books before they made the show did they make a show <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're just assume, luna just I wa- <laughs> no i know but just like the fact that you assumed they can they cannot imply that a child is naked in a book you just didn't know there was a show you were just like oh no the reason that they have to have underwear is because if they don't have underwear k athlete will have to explicitly describe the dicks of these teenagers <laughs> Well, I mean, like, it's still, like, lewd for teenagers, or, you know? It's, like, you know, it's, I, like... <laughs> Anyways, the entirety of the thing is kind of like a Gundam-esque thing, where it's like a commentary on the horrors of war and these child soldiers, basically. Uh-huh. I'm not even fucking making this up. Like, this... Le- no, I believe you. Like, and the, the, the series ends with the death of two of the main five cast. That is so crazy. Yeah. Dude, that's some deep shit. There is also, we, well, also I, I want to commission someone to do a podcast <laughs> akin to um, uh, audio entropy. Let me tell you about uh, Homestuck. Let me tell you about Homestuck, but it's let me tell you about uh, uh, animals. Uh, I don't know. Let's get Molly on the horn. We, maybe we can. Uh, maybe after she deals with all that uh, that blues traveler fame, we, should, we can get her back on the line. Oh, holy shit! We should have like a <laughs> bonus episode. We have to like we have to start a Patreon. Blit, blit. You you saw this right? What? Molly tweeted about how like she it was fucked up that Blues like she she tweeted that like I, I'm just thinking why did Blues Traveler have a song about fucking a clown and then literally the Blues Traveler verified Twitter account replied well given over the span of our lives we've all probably fucked a clown or two mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't see this? I mean law of large numbers no you no know? Blair the literal Blues Traveler Twitter account said well we've I, all <laughs> probably fucked a clown. I believe you, and but I I agree with them. Like law of large numbers, you know, someone's you know, someone's got to be a clown. We fucked Cl- clowns are fuckable. Evil, you know, evil animorph. There was a, like a, a subplot of like a, a a kid who was like the evil animorph. Anyway, back to my point. We have to start a Patreon so we can like for like a like specific level of like people who give us money, like. They will get our very secret Animorph podcast, where we just talk about yeah. Animorphs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, no, I was right. Jake's older brother is named Tom. Cool. <laughs> Got it in wood. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. Um, they, uh, they, 
trap they 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 make the the evil animorph kid David they they he turns fucking evil and then mm-hmm. they trap him in they, they they trick him into morphing into a rat and then they trap him permanently like that and leave him stranded on an island pretty cool yeah. pretty cool should we should we <laughs> should we talk about this yeah, movie okay so we're like, we're like five minutes into this movie <laughs> Animorphs for like ten minutes. <laughs> it it honestly makes me want to like like start like a book club style podcast about animorphs. There's like fifty four books. Like that's a year's worth of episodes. Oh, and, fully, oh, like don't exactly. to choose your own adventure books too because they no they didn't have those. What am I thinking of? I mean, we have all those books, and then we have we can just talk about the TV show afterwards. Oh, yeah, let's see how many. Uh, let's see, would be a list of animorphs. Episodes. Dude, we are starting our own like, like empire. Do we have the time for this? I, we definitely don't. <laughs> there were only twenty six episodes of the TV show. Hmm. I mean, but that's twenty six more episodes. That's like a year and a half. Yeah. Like a like a like a small project, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold on. Anyway. I just got to find out who dies at the end of Animorphs real quick. You keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, you can just interject whenever. Yeah. Um, so, what happens next? Where were we? We just finished the date. Does, is this when... And, and then he... Oh, and then he sees his, like, psychologist to shrink his therapist, whatever. Um, and he, 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 he starts the conversation out with, like... Why it does uh, with I don't think I have schizophrenia. You know I've read about it, um, and I don't drink and I don't do drugs. Um, but I have been having these like weird nightmares. It's super silly, but like I think people have been replaced. Um, it's kind of like disconcerting, and I guess that's kind of why I called you today. Um, and then the therapist is like, "Have you told your parents about this?" And he's like, "I haven't. Is that okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's fine. Uh, why don't I give you?" Um, my card, and we can set up a, a, a appointment or like one with a psychiatrist to get you on some medication. Um, and while he's turning away, while the therapist is turning away to to grab the card out of his pocket, um, White starts hearing this buzzing. That's like his immediate like sign of distrust of this person. Um, oh, hey, uh, Anamor- where, like, Animorphs sec- spoilers, but Rachel dies at the end of Animorphs. Thank you. I really needed to know that. Um, this podcast is uh, so stupid. <laughs> and then uh, Wyatt essentially ends up uh, throwing the, 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 the card away, like essentially implying that he's going to take uh, the continuing matters into his own hands. Sorry for burping on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to edit that one out. That's okay. You know, I, I had to pregame with some Diet Coke because I was so tired, mm. so... I um I had a monster energy or not a monster a rock star I had two rock stars the other night and uh-huh. I crashed so hard that my throat felt tired. <laughs> that is like like my, my I told that to my coworker and then my immediate follow up to that for some reason was like I guess I should stop sucking so much dick. <laughs> Luna, you can't just say things like that. <laughs> Fucking watch me. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, continue. Yeah. Yeah. Um let's see. I think is this when 
Wyatt and Christian get really drunk together and do Blobby Wars. Is oh, this Blobby Wars? Blobby Wars! Okay, wait, hold on. Um, have we done the... The the date with them in like the, the recording booth? Is that does that come before Blobby Wars? Is that pre Blobby yeah, Wars? Let's see. Um, yeah. Let's see. I've got the that goose laughed at him. Oh, did he find the photo yet? Have we talked about the, how he found the photo of his fucked up ex girlfriend? Oh yeah. So he's rooting through the boxes in the the spare room, and he finds a Calvin um, Hobbes book. Yeah, he finds a Calvin Hobbes book, and then he finds a picture that I think he probably sent as like a Christmas card to um, Christian and his like ex, um, and he flips it over. To see him and his, like, ex-fiancé, you know, looking all fucked up. Because when people are, like, taken over, like, their their faces kind of, like, distort and stuff like that. Yeah. So, he, he's, and he's the only one. Well, he's one of the only ones who can tell something like that. But he's the only person he knows who can tell things like that. So, um, that's just indicative of, like, the rest of things. And then we have the ASMR bit of this movie. Yep. I'm going to take this one because I am the ASMR expert here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the he's like, Christian is in like a booth, just like whispering shit, and he's like, it's a mm-hmm. it's a whisper room, and he invites the the girl in the the boss lady, and what is her name? Mara, I think. Mara, yeah. And and then he's just like, it's a whisper room. Let's let's talk about our feelings. I can re- I can guess what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're thinking number seven and she's like what the fuck and then she and then he's like yeah you're right you gotta go out with me and she's like fuck you're right well let's fucking go and then he's like okay. yeah 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 they do some palmistry if they actually have like a kind of like cute today we're gonna crinkle some paper we're gonna do some taps and we're gonna uh we're gonna just squeak this chair a little bit. Oh yeah, this is some good. Is tingles. chair squeaking an ASMR tingle? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I guess whatever sort of like vague noise you can make can be someone's ASMR trigger, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, Damn! What the fuck am I gonna recommend this week? <laughs> just recommend your favorite ASMR channel. Oh, that's gonna be uh, Grand Illusions by far. Solid, you solid. know Grand Illusions, right? Oh, of course I do. Yeah. I watched. I, I fell asleep um, watching that every single night. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, but I'm player. I'm literally not even kidding. I every night. I believe you, Luna. I'm touching my screen very gently. <laughs> I, I believe you. I am valid. You, you, are valid. Me, valid. <laughs> you. It's more likely than you'd think. <laughs> this podcast sucks. I'm valid? Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, so, Mara, like, does some fucking taekwondo on his ass and, like, flips him and nearly chokes him out. Um, it's, it's, like, cute, you know? Like, they're cute, you know? I like Mara, and I think yeah. she's fun. I think it's cute. She's, like, chill and stuff. I'm kind of chill. She... <laughs> She tackles Wyatt later, but that's that's something we'll like get to later. Yeah, I, mean, I don't blame her. <laughs> yeah, no, same, honestly. But like, yeah. Um, so that happens. Uh-huh. Is that is it? Blobby Wars. No, I Blobby Wars to be- is way off. So 
Um, Wyatt does some like serious doomsday prepping. Oh yeah, no, no. He he goes buys a bunch of axes. He yeah he sells his laptop. He buys a bunch of axes and like 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 a, a nail gun. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and all is, that kind of stuff. We're kind of out of order because of my animorphs chat. It's okay. It's totally cool. Uh, then they um, play basketball. They they play basketball where uh, Wyatt yeah asks Christian if he would like protect him, and Christian's like, "I'm not the old me. I'm the new me. I'm I'm boss as fuck right now. I'm totally not overcompensating." Um. Uh. So, uh, uh, Wyatt feels a little bit better about that. You know, the fact that he thinks he can depend on like Christian because like he really obviously likes him and doesn't want anything bad to happen to yeah. him. Um. And then uh, the next nut that I have is Blobby Wars. So if you want to go ahead. Blobby Wars! Blair? These two motherfuckers get so fucking drunk, and they just have, like, the time of their fucking lives. It really feels like they just set these two actors who really already like each other in a room with each other, and they're just like, go fucking nuts. Like, just have a great time together. So (laughs) they put sheets over their heads and, like, bump into one another. Um, And they're like, Blobby Wars! (laughs) Um, they, they, they throw socks at each other, and they're, like, yelling at each other about the rules of, like, sock throwing and, like, the gauntlets, yeah. and it's like, if you catch it with a gauntlet, it doesn't count. <laughs> you can't, you can't, it, the gauntlet is cheating. You're cheating my at this notes, sock throwing game we made up. Yeah, my notes say, uh, <laughs> gay and drunk. Gay, fully. It's just, they're having a good time. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, they, they crash... With, like, Krishna's bed's like, do you want to have kids? I want to have a million kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. It's really good. Um, <laughs> it's, I really appreciate this movie's character building, but I've already talked about that. Yeah. Um, then, then Wyatt gets a call that says, it's too late, soft boy, and it's Mara's voice? Um, I think it's his, is this one where he's, it's talking about, like, pulling... Him apart viscera from with, ventricles. Yeah, it's the one with the girl's voice, and I'm pretty sure it's Mara because, like, remember the scene later where he assumes that Mara knows what's going on. He does. He does get a phone call from someone who sounds like Mara's voice, but I don't think this is the one. It might be the one, no, this, but this he definitely the, this goes is the one. Like, it's, it's, I have it right here in my notes because, like, right after I wrote down Blobby Wars, I wrote Too Late Soft Boy, which well, the Soft Boy one is from his ex fiance. Are you sure? I could have... I am positive. I've seen this movie several times. I think we skipped over a phone call. Okay. Because well, um, he... Because he, he... Yeah, he goes down to the basement for the Mara one. Um, and then uh, when he's down there, um, Mara is like... Or this, you know, this version of Mara is like, is there someone here with you? And then the lights cut out, you know? It's like... Yeah. It's a it's an eerie, spooky it's moment. Really but this one is like... This one is... Uh, yeah, his his ex-fiancé, ex-fiancé's voice, who he he thinks, like, got, like, body-snatched, basically. Yeah. Um, talking about how he's gonna kill, how she's gonna kill both Wyatt and his friend. Like, it, it's, 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 there's a lot of good descriptive imagery there. <laughs> like, a fleshy tree of veins and shit. Um, or whatever. Um, but yeah, that, that does lead up to um, well, then, yeah, because when they were in the Whisper Room, Mara said, 
Wyatt, no, Mara said Christian might be able to get a promotion that she was talking to someone about that. And oh, then yeah. when he's there for the meeting to get a promotion, uh, she reals, reveals that it's he's actually getting let go. Um, and we're not particularly sure on it, but I think it, I don't know. It's, I think, I definitely think it's something out of his control, but he's out of her control, I mean. Yeah, but um, she still feels like super guilty about it. Yeah, she does. Um, and then he goes back to his office and sees a post-it on his like laptop that says, great job dominating um, from everyone yeah. or whatever. Um, and then it's revealed that like his motivational tape is just like Mara speaking in the ASMR voice. No, his his motivational tape is his ex. Is it? I thought it was Spe- for some reason yeah, it is. Mara, but I'm, no. <laughs> I'm bad at this movie. The, 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 the woman in the tape. Has like a British accent. Okay, I, li- I, I should have been able to tell that. I'm sorry. I was, no, I was okay. a little bit sick when I watched this movie. It's it's totally cool. Mara has the highest voice in the fucking world. She has the highest pitched voice. It's crazy, but I love it. Um, so yeah, those two characters aren't the same. I'm pretty sure that is his voice because he's talking to her like, yeah, one day I'm gonna be a dad. So like, I need a real person job, and this this tape is gonna be like something to aspire, you to. know, pep me up. Which I think would be something too intimate to ask a woman to do when you've only been on, yeah. like, a couple weird dates with her. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, you're not wrong, Blair. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm, bad at critically mm-hmm. thinking when I watch movies. It's totally cool. I've seen this one several times. <laughs> um, so, uh... Um, Wyatt gets some sulfuric acid and he pours it on a steak when, um, Christian comes down. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? But then he, like, doesn't, doesn't really care, bother yeah. with that. Because he's like, I lost my fucking job. <laughs> um, so the two of them kind of bemoan about it with one another. Um, and then Mara shows up with the bottle of peach schnapps that he gave that to her when he's... <laughs> It's your phone. I don't think mine's going. What was that sound then? I, yeah, it was a Discord notification, but Discord didn't happen. I I can't tell you. Okay. I don't think it was me. I didn't get any push notifications. Okay. Um. So yeah, Peach Snaps. Uh, he she. He he eventually like invites her in. And they eventually, like, after the whole awkwardness of her just firing him, like, dies down, yeah. they have a pretty good time together, which leads him to, like, go out. Well, first, they, they eat dried seaweed and talk about how yeah. gross it is, and then they order, like, actual food. Um, by the way, I took issue with that. Dried seaweed is kind of, like, dope, but whatever. Um, and then, um, yeah, then um, Christian talks about how he knows this great tea place. And he's gonna he's gonna run out real quick and like just grab some. And while he's out, uh, Wyatt and Mara talk a little bit. And uh, she talks about how her mother used to hear like jazz in her head. And Mara hears like like choirs. Yeah. Like, uh, just like, it's just like audio hallucinations, and that's about it. Oh, um, um, speaking her- of hallucinations, sorry, this is completely tangent, but this is reminding me of something that happened tonight. 
Um, I've uh-huh. been kind of sleeping shitty, and whenever I sleep poorly, I uh, tend to have like very mild hallucinations, mainly mm-hmm. like seeing insects out of the corner of my eye or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought I had one because I like I didn't I slept like shit last night. And um, sure. So I'm sitting in the break room at work, and I see something like small and brown moving out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, "All right, that's another hallucination." I look over, and it's just a fucking cricket. <laughs> <laughs> it's an actual bug. <laughs> The same thing happened in the car today, because uh, I, I thought, oh my, am I hallucinating a spider in my rearview mirror? And then I looked and there were cobwebs on my rearview mirror, and I'm like, I need to clean this. That is the worst. I think I would, that'd be so scary for no, no, me, honestly. No, it was honestly. a chill spider. The spider was chill. I, I mean, sure, but I'm still terrified. Anyway, we're not going to talk about me being scared of spiders. <laughs> um, so, so he, like, sees this, uh, uh, this on top of the fact that he thinks he, like, received a call from Mara earlier about how... She knows what was going on. Um, he he takes this as like a sort of sign for him for her for him to like introduce, like you know talk about these things he's like yeah. paranoid about. Um, he 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 like oh I should take you down to the basement or the roof or something like Wyatt showed me and it's really cool and she's like sure. Okay. Um, so they do that um, and then. Oh, this seems so uncomfortable. Wyatt, like... Yeah, no, I was watching, how... and I was like, oh... I literally had to mute mute most of it this time, because I knew what happened, but I just didn't want to sit through it. Because the essentially essentially the gist of the scene is that Wyatt is like, I I'm I, I have all these things to kill them, and Mara's like, kill who? And, like, the, the body snatchers, essentially. And she's like, I... This is sucks. I don't like this. Stay away from me. And he's like, oh... <laughs> Um, and then she leaves, and she's like, uh. <laughs> And then we, like, cut to, uh, Christian returning back, and Wyatt has prepared, like, a letter for him, mm-hmm. I think. Um, Where it's like, please believe me, I'm not going crazy. I'm not crazy, these things are actually happening, um, and, uh, 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 Wyatt is, uh, Christian's just trying to laugh it off, but he's like, but, like, uh, Wyatt is, like, obviously extremely serious about this and confronts him about it. He's like, apparently you're not as, like, badass as you... Like, the new you is a fucking joke. Like, you're not as badass as, like, you think you are because you won't stand up for this thing. Because he's, like... I mean, Wyatt is, like, really scared about this and wanted someone he could rely on, and he hasn't been able to find anyone yet. Um, and, uh... Like, eventually, like, tensions, like... Like, go down and, uh... We eventually have, like, Wyatt and Christian, like, like making up, like, like Craigslist ads trying to sell all these, like, tools he got. Um, yeah. Like, vintage, American, all-American. Axe hatchet uh, package. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, we have, we see him, like, selling it to someone on the street. Mm-hmm. I, I think the same location where he, he sold his laptop to like get the money for all of us thing all these things and it's like that sounds right yeah the the project i was i bought these for didn't work out so i'm trying to get rid of them um and then um he 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 i think Wyatt meets up with sandy which i think is the friend that um came along with the double date who's a friend of mara's um yeah and he, he's trying to, like, 
like, smooth things over, because obviously, like, Mara feels, like, extremely threatened by this whole thing. Yeah, understand. Um, and he wants Again, to, like, apologize. He wants to apologize, because... Yeah, he, he, he wants to, like, apologize, because he's like, I feel like I've been... I've interfered with my friend's life, you know, and my friend's relationships, and, like, I don't want him to, like, have, like, failed relationships because of what I've done, you know? Yeah. Um. So... But she, she's, like, not having any of it. She's like, if you do that kind of shit to any of my friends, I will fucking kill you. I'm not even joking. I'll fucking kill you. Um, so he's like, cool. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a plan. Bye. Yeah. So then he runs into Mara again. Probably not the smartest decision ever. He's like, I'm so sorry. Christian's a really good guy. And he's like, she's like, yeah, I'm sure the both of you are just really good guys. We're just going through a lot right <laughs> now. It's just like, that, that line is so good. Like, all these characters are just so good. Really? Um, really and then are. he, like, he, he like, grabs her jacket, like, trying to be, like, like stopping her so he can, like, plead to her. And she fully, like, punches him in the throat, and he doubles over. And she's like, oh, holy shit, please don't die. I don't want to be responsible for killing you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he's, like, he raises up a shaky, like, thumbs up. Um um, uh, Mara eventually takes him back to his, uh, uh, takes him back to her office where she's got blood on his sleeve because of his, his bloody nose, um, and he's trying to, like, explain these kind of things. Yeah. She doesn't, obvi- she doesn't understand that that's fine. Um, and then we hear the buzzing noise again, um, and we hear, like, we see, like, a puddle of blood of where, like, Mara's hands are in. Yeah. And we hear, like, bones cracking and stuff like that. And uh, White looks up to her, looks up at her, and we slowly see her face twist, yeah. you know, and to like mimic what we saw in that photograph, mm-hmm. sort of. And it's like not like expensive looking effects, but they're effective effects. You know what I yeah. mean? Like this, this yeah, was not yeah, a, this this movie did not rely on its like CG to be good, but it 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 it, it like like conveyed its message well enough that it was still scary. Yeah, you no, know? definitely. Um. So we, we, we jump cut to him re- returning ho- home, and he's like, you know what, White, we should, we should, uh, we, oh, White's like, you know what, Christian, we should go to up north or something like that, or, oh, I don't remember who initiates this conversation, but it takes a while, and then, um, the thunder strikes. Yeah, yeah, and then Christian is like, you know what, you know and what, then, what on, if this, I don't, hold on, and then, oh, yeah, and then, um, uh, Krishna's like, I don't believe what you believe, and but I know you believe. And then they were shaking at the knees! <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Good fucking podcast, um, Blair. I'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Uh, uh, no, Luna! I can't, I mean... Well, it's just you and me, folks. I knocked my mic over on um, accident. I... <laughs> <laughs> you fucking goofball. Go on. Okay. Um, yeah, so he's like, I don't believe what you believe, but I know you believe what you believe, so I'm going to be here to make you feel more safe. And, like, we, if, if going up north is going to make you feel more safe, we, safe, we can do this. Um, so Wyatt has a car now. And he's like, where'd you get this car? There's a screwdriver like, sticking not... out of the fucking... Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... He, like, stole this car, obviously. 
Yeah. Um, uh, he's like, what did you, uh, wa- uh, Christian's like, what did you do to Mara? And I don't think he did anything, but I think he just stole her, her car, you know? Yeah. Um, um, and then they go back inside and they go down to the basement, I think. Um, I did not watch in the most recent watch through of this because of how crazy my weekend is. I did not watch the last 11 minutes of it. So I'm just going to go off purely memory. No, my time to shine, bitch. Yeah, go for it, Luna. Okay, so they go into the basement and like they start like fucking suiting up and it's like the the fucking apocalypse is coming. It started early and why it's like, wait, what if you're one of them? And Christian's like, listen, I, I trust you fully. And then he lets Wyatt tie him to a chair and like put a bag over his head. And mm-hmm. why it's like about to fucking American Psycho nail gun in the back of his head him because he's like he's seeing this head like shift and shake beneath. Well, he's about to pour hydrochloric acid, but I, for some reason the American Psycho visual drop popped in my head. I've never seen that <laughs> movie, but I just know that scene. Anyways, um, so like he's about to pour the hydrochloric acid on his head, and he sees like the face, the head just like distorting underneath the bag, and it's kind of like reminiscent of like all the scenes we've like seen in Wyatt's Night Terrors of like the faces getting fucked up. And then mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not doing this, and pulls the bag off of Christian's head and is like, Christian's fine. Yeah. It is such a beautiful moment of trust, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, I might die, but I trust this person, you know? And I don't want to kill them because I don't I don't think I could live with that. Um and then he unties them and they, like, embrace, you know? And it's so special. It's so special. It's such a good ending to a movie because it's, like, it's a happy ending to a horror movie, you it's know? It's really good. It's so good. Um, it, like, it's, I just, I think this is probably one of the most positive portrayals of mental mental illness in a horror no, movie. By a mile. By a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm laughing. Um, one of my friends uh, just PM'd me a very unfortunate picture that I'm going to share with you, and I can't stop Okay. It. Hold on. Cool, cool, cool. Send it uh, my so way. You know Overwatch, right? Um, I know. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That sucks. <laughs> so, for those of you who can't see this, which is everyone but Blair, it's a it's Overwatch, but it's like Easter skins for Overwatch. And Diva's mech is a screaming rabbit. Diva is a like a a, a chick, like a peep, and McCree is Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I said like my, I I sent it. Someone sent it to me, and my friend Ness was like, "Hey, can I see that picture?" And I sent it to her, and she was like, "Yeah, it's in this channel now." I, I thanks though. I'm gonna kill myself now. <laughs> yeah. It's like so. It's it's like it, there's there's a lot of like conceptual ideas going on there, yeah. and I don't know how also, to unpack also, them. Uh, Ava, who I know is listening to this right now, I'm very sorry that you're having to hear like a a, a, ver- a vocal description, a vocal like reminder? reminder of what this looks like. Thank you, Blair. I don't know how to talk. It's cool. <laughs> We've been going okay anyway, a so little long. Yes, movie. So on scale um, of zero to five, on scale of zero to five blobby awards, I know you're giving this a five. Solid five. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm going. It would feel disingenuous a bit to give it a five out of five, just because like I feel like I need to watch it again. Sure. But, like on the fact that I'm going to probably watch it again, I'm going to give it a five. Cool. Five whole blobby. I wars. think that's, that's fair. Ten blobby wars. That's ten whole blobby wars. 
Letterboxd. So it's time for Letterboxd reviews. I'm not doing that part where I make fun of people's profiles because they all seem to have pretty good movie taste outside of their reviews on this movie. Mm-hmm. And, and one person's favorite movie it listed on their profile who gave this movie half a star was The Blair Witch Project. And I didn't feel like, like calling you out. It's, but it... <laughs> I, it's that the that that idea is so at odds with me. But anyway, go ahead. Watched by JMK on May sixteenth, twenty sixteen. Well, doesn't look like a good movie. Did you watch it though? It Sad. doesn't. I mean, fucking, fucking no, Blair. Get, get it? Like they look like people, but this doesn't look like a good movie. Uh, but, I mean, but the I guess that's a joke. But the implication is that they're not people, but they look like people. So the fact that he's saying this doesn't look like a good movie means that it. Isn't not a good I mean, movie? I get the joke, but I don't think it constitutes as a j- joke. Yeah, I felt the air quotes. <laughs> uh, this one, this one's just sticking out to me because of the because na- the username. Uh, what a fucking god awful movie reviewed on June first, twenty sixteen, by Trundle. Trundle, Trundle. good, 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 good. Uh, this one by Madison Bolsworth. They look like people, dot, dot, dot. Look like a good movie, dot, dot, dot. But you know what they say about looks, dot, dot, dot. Looks can be deceiving. <laughs> Thanks, Madison. That's a pretty good review. Thanks, one star. That's like, that, one's, that one stuck the landing way more than the first review did. Yeah. Uh, this one by Teresa's Theory. The opening scene is the only thing worth watching. Everything else is anticlimactic and anti-capitalized. So like the first minute... Where the, with the title card is worth watching, and or do they mean like the part where Christian is like doing stuff and runs into Wyatt? I really don't know. I have no this, idea. This review feels it's... procedurally generated. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here we go. This one by James Hoover. I am tired of this newer-ish subgenre of what I call hipster horror. Basically, a bad mumblecore film disguised as a horror film. Mainly put, a lot of times it just doesn't work, and in this film's case, it doesn't. Thank God for Netflix sometimes. Which, what does that last part mean? I mean... This was on Netflix? Is he thinking... Is he glad that, like, he got to see this movie on Netflix, but he hated it, so he's not half... I can't figure this James Before. Hoover out. And people are complicated, people are complicated creatures. creatures. So is this a bad mumblecore film disguised as a horror film? I think I think it's a good mumblecore horror film. Okay. Uh, but good mumblecore film um, with horror mumblecore. elements. Mumblecore. Mumblecore. I like mumblecore. Fuck everyone who doesn't. It's good. <laughs> Fun. And, and lastly, from... Oh, sorry. Sean Frost... Are demons taking over people's bodies, or is he paranoid schizophrenic? You won't find out, because nothing ever fucking happens. Like, you do actually find out at the end of it, though. Like, you do find out. You find... You, like, yeah, you find... You very much find out. Yeah. You literally do find out. It's... Things happen. It's, things it's, happen. Not, it's just not, like, gonna beat you over the fucking head. Everyone doesn't die. Yeah, there's not fucking explosions. Yeah, it's... It's... It's, like... It's supposed to be like someone's actual like life and trying to deal with it. So like things, it's whatever. These guys don't get it. They don't get yeah. this high art. Yeah. Uh, so we got a couple of questions from our friends. Cool, cool. Questions from friends. Uh, this one from at Spoingle, who says, "Do they smell like people?" I, I mean, one would assume yeah. they don't indicate that they don't smell like people. So. 
And this, uh, from, this one from Twitter user at Sprite underscore underscore Pepsi. <laughs> Friend uh-huh. of the show. You know this person, right? Formerly um, Twitter user, not a pie thief. Oh, sure. Yeah, the real question is, do they really look like people? Yeah. It depends who you're asking. <laughs> okay. I and guess. This, Listen to our we, podcast to find out. Oh, yeah. And if you want to send us any questions, fearbaiting at gmail.com, fearbaiting.tumblr.com, or at fearbaiting on Twitter. We also got a question on our Tumblr from Anonymous. Ooh. They look like people. Well, so do you, jackass. So what? <laughs> I mean... Not a question. Not a question. Thanks. So what is a question? I mean, it's a little aggressive. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I won't judge. I mean, calm down before you come at us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do look like people's. Yeah. Uh, and this one, this is an old question, but I'm just going to reiterate it because we do need to follow up on this. Fuck Warlock says, do Gremlins to you, couple of cowards. <laughs> we will. I promise Maybe. you this. Hey, Roy, you want to be on next week? We'll have you. I promise you uh, this. Dungeons and, Dungeons and Lesbians is putting out a new episode tomorrow. Roy is the one of my friends who, like, that's the reason that I started listening to Dungeons and Lesbians, and I'm so fucking excited. Have you listened to it yet? I haven't. It's I really have so good. many. I have so many tabletop podcasts. I know. I will, though. I will, though. Um, um, but yeah, those were questions. Recommendations? <laughs> Hold on, I need to think. Um, I got something. Okay, so my recommendation this week is a movie that I haven't watched in a while, but I really have been meaning to. Um, it's Satoshi Kon's Paprika, the 2008 mm-hmm. film that pretty much fully inspired Inception. Mm-hmm. So the, the plot is that there's this device that is letting people go inside other people's brain, uh, dreams, and it's, like, fucking them up severely. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's really good. It's super surreal. Like, Satoshi Kon's work is all really surreal and kind of exists on the fringe of reality. Like, it's all really magical realism. I think this really exists in magical realism. Like, I, his enti- all of his work is magical realism. Like, and it's all such... What other movies has he done? He did uh, Millennium Actress, Perfect Blue, and Paranoia Agent. All which really kind of mm-hmm. exist on, like, the liminal spaces of reality and fiction. Because they're just, like, kind of, like, teetering on the brink. Mm-hmm. And you never really know, mm-hmm. like, if it's just, like... If this, like, weird thing is just on the... Is, like, if it's happening in the universe or it's just, like, a representation of something. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I love all of Satoshi Kon's work. He's one of my favorite directors of all time. And, you know, the fact that he's dead is just, like... I I still kind of feel, like, super fucking bummed about that. Yeah. Because, like, Paprika is just such a good fucking movie. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. gorgeous. The soundtrack by Susumu Hirosawa. And Susumu Hirosawa has a really, like, ethereal sort of feel to all of the music that he creates. If you've ever seen uh, Tekken Kinkrete or um, pretty much anything else that Satoshi Kon did, Susumu Hirosawa provided the music for it. And it's just, he's just, there's something weird and dreamlike about his music to begin with. Like, and it's kind of evident because he did, um, oh, um, fucking, he also did Tokyo Godfathers. How did I forget that? Oh, sure, yeah. Anyways, um, but I think, I'm pretty sure Hirosawa did uh, uh, the music for Millennium Actress, uh, maybe Perfect Blue, I'm not sure. Uh, I know he did it for Paprika, I know he did it for Paranoia Agent. And Mm -hmm. there's just, Hirosawa and Cone's work kind of are just, they work so well together. And, Mm -hmm. like, even just listening to fucking Paprika's soundtrack is so, so good. Like Paprika, it's dope as hell. Paprika yeah. is by is like hands down one of my favorite movies of all time. Like this is something. This is mm-hmm. something a movie that I need to sit down and just rewatch again. And I can do it again because there's just so much 
beauty in the animation. Mm-hmm. It's just such a good movie. Mm-hmm. That sorry, I got like really like into that. No, no it's cool. It's cool. Passion is good. Yeah. Um, my I, recommendation this week. I don't get very passionate very often. <laughs> my recommendation this week is pouring river water into your socks, or <laughs> you follow up my most impassioned five minutes of talking about anything on this podcast with the dumbest fucking shit you've ever recommended. Look, I don't have anything. <laughs> I watched Logan. If you like, if if you like X Men, go watch Logan. It was pretty good. Sad as fuck. Um, it's fine. Failing that, go pour river water into your socks. It's cheap, it's easy, and it's free. Well, it's both cheap and free. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> you might know Susumu Hirosawa from his work on the Berserk soundtrack. Oh, sure. Um, but yeah. So, thanks, Blair, for just kind of, like, sandbagging my entire genuine five minutes of talking about one of my favorite movies of all time. No, I mean it. Like, sounds more genuine now against my. Against you know the what dumb I mean? Shit throwaway thing. I don't have anything, Luna. It's it's hard out there. It's rough. <sighs> it's a it's a content wasteland. It's really not. It there's no content ever. Uh, but um. So this has been fear rating, everyone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you can you can find me on Twitter at uh, Chie Shadonaka or on Tumblr chiesatanaka.tumblr.com. You can find me at Blair Kitch on Twitter or bramblepelt.tumblr.com. And you are typing yeah, away. I'm typing a tweet about how I got seriously mad at you at the end of this podcast for a moment. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want there to be animosity There's between not, us. There's not, but like there was just a brief moment where I was like, "Oh, Blair is just making fun of my fucking shit." And I know you. I know you weren't, and I know you never would do that to me. But like for the first uh-huh. split second, my brain was like, "Oh, Blair's like, haha, sincerity. What the fuck is that?" <laughs> no, I, I. Let me clarify for everyone out there. I think passion is the coolest shit ever. If you're passionate about something, that rules. No matter what it is, unless it's unless it's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's illegal. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, I'm yeah, Blair. I'm um, and remember... Uh, actually, sorry. Before we go... Uh, Ooh. Uh, there's just... In uh, two weeks' time, we're going to be having um, my professor, uh, who kind of introduced me to horror movies, uh, on the podcast to talk about The Babadook. Uh, so mm-hmm. any questions will be acceptable. Read pretty much anything. Um, mm-hmm. I would appreciate less shit post questions, because this guy is like 40, uh, is has like a career uh takes horror movies very seriously like don't get me wrong it's not gonna be like a super serious like dead no no jokes episode because this guy is really also very funny but yeah like if you want to ask a college professor someone who's actually fucking smart about things like please go ahead and like you know we i'm giving the heads up two weeks in advance so that we can yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're watching the babadook um next week we might if we can do gremlins too we'll do that uh Uh i had something on netflix hold on i was gonna pull it up that I wanted to watch. I'll cut this out. Cool. Ugh. What was that? That was me burping, but weirdly. Yeah, I get... Fuck, fuck dude, it sure did. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, Netflix has recommended Gremlins to me on Netflix. <laughs> we gotta get the pre- We gotta get the, the first episode in, and then we did the... 
the other. This is now a Gremlin-specific podcast. Yeah, after our Animorphs episodes. Fuck, it, fuck all y'all. Gremlins. All, all 24-7. 24-7 Grems. <laughs> Uh, last shift. We're watching Last Shift next week. Cool. If we don't get Gremlins too. Cool. Uh, but watch both movies. Yeah, watch both movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, for free Uh, I'm Luna. And I'm, I'm Blair. Blair. You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. Peace. Peace.